0: Welcome to the Roasted Games Podcast. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Bill Price. Uh, Let's see. Normally, we start with what we've been playing. I haven't been playing too much stuff. What have you been... Oh, you know, actually, you wanted to jump into one. I'll just say what I've been playing because it's not very exciting, and I mentioned it last week. All I played is Born to Serve at game night, and then I had to leave early (laughs) to get a shower rod. Okay. Boom. Exciting game night. What have you been up to?
1: Um... And let it be known that Kaz was able to beat a ten-year-old. I crushed a ten-year-old
0: in her <laughs> face. No, actually, I was teaching the game. She is so good at games. She, she is, is. She is really exception. good at games. I think it's the first time I've played in a small game count with her. Um, and she was like, I was teaching the game to two people who hadn't learned, had, didn't know the game, and um, I played the game quite a bit in the last couple of weeks, and so. I definitely have, like, strategies kind of thought about. But I was teaching the game, and first move, she just, like, got it. Like, right, right. away. She leapt ahead. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, I can't not compete now. Right. <laughs> and so, and but then it was that thing where knowing a game, you can get the strategy, but there's mid or early, mid, and late game strategies, and they shift. And right. so I accidentally won by kind of a large margin, which was never my intent when I'm teaching a game, because that's <laughs> the dickest way to teach a game, is just destroy people. But I, uh, I got threatened right away. She threatened me because she's got such a really good apt mind for strategy. And then the next turn, she won everything that you could win in that turn, and that's when, the, that's when I started seeing red and just went for it. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, anyway, it was still pretty close. Um, no, it wasn't. I destroyed, I destroyed them. But it was still bad. But it was a fun game. It but it was, was also
1: like your what third time playing it, fourth time playing fourth it. Fourth time, yeah. And uh, it was her first. So. Yeah. But yeah, she is actually she's phenomenal at games. And she's learned really so many different ones because, uh, you know, I like to force games on people. So <laughs> she's had to learn like dozens of games over the last year or two.
0: I, it always makes me super excited when I um, meet young people who ate, it, it just like games at all. Um, but also have like an affinity for them or just kind of get game strategy. It's like, you know, you think of your upbringing. What were you into that was, you know, video games or um, I don't know, whatever. When we were growing up, that was kind of the thing that adults were like, whoa, you like this and you're a kid. How amazing. You must be a genius. It's like, no, I mean, it's just kind of the thing that I was around growing up. So I'm, I'm into it. Um, and there's varying levels of ability. But anyway, I love meeting younger kids or or younger people who like it because it makes me super excited for when my son gets old enough to play games with any real strategy versus his five-year-old basic strategy of just That's trying to pretty. destroy me with his pieces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much that. <laughs> Everything is Mario Kart, regardless of whether or not it's in the game.
1: <laughs> Those cubes don't actually bite.
0: Yeah. yeah, but in my version, they do. All right, fine. Okay, we'll play fine. your rules for five minutes, and then we have to play the real rules. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. My my thing when I was growing up, I really liked um, chess and, like, just regular cards, like rummy and mm. um, stuff like that. So, uh, that was the thing The grown-ups were always like, oh, <laughs> patting me on the head, you like to play cards, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I
0: guess. Let's text them, hold uh, them, <clears throat> back off. The river's about to drop. <laughs> Whoa, buddy. All right. Tone it down, hey. fellow. I know when to hold them, <laughs> when to fold them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so uh, I played a game uh, that took basically all of uh, game night, um, but it was really good. Uh, it was it was a fun game. I would call it uh, lightly roasted on the peanut scale. It was uh, right. it was salty and well roasted, but uh, not not honey roasted. Didn't you know? knock your socks off, but no, satisfying nonetheless. Um, it was called Res Arcana, R E S Arcana, and um, <laughs> I'm not sure what the res means. Um,
0: is it resurrection? Item, uh, imagine, I don't imagine, or is there anything to do? i would never played, so I don't know.
1: I, I, I don't know. So anyway, it's uh, it's a game where you uh, basically have these starting cards. Um, they recommend that you draft them after you've played a few times. We just did random assortments. You get eight cards, and that's the only cards you get for the whole game. It's the okay. only options. Um, you have three cards in your hand at a time and it's uh, you only draw one new card every turn. So you don't normally have access to a great many cards. Um, What you can do is uh, there are also resources. There's five resources. It's like like water, fire, life, death, but they call them weird stuff like, uh, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> Something that it, I, I forget what they're all called. They're these
0: like super obscure. Clever yeah, it's one names. of those things that's like they could have made it simple so everyone yeah. gets it, but it's they it's like gotta...
1: you get fourteen Elon, and I'm like, so it's the what? thing that.
0: Uh, no what? one uses that name they created for all they spent all this work right. creating. Like uh, it's
1: like it's a it's red and it's a flame. So yeah, like give me the red one. Fire. Yeah, I mean, exactly. can you just I'll yeah. just take two fires. Oh, you mean two alons? Like, like I guess. N- no, no, just just two. Just give me the two fires. Um, so you do collect resources and stuff, uh, and it's phenomenal components. They're not just like cubes. It could just be cubes, but they're actually the shapes.
0: Oh, cool! Oh, uh, I love that. One yeah, then. so
1: it's really neat components. And, uh, you use those resources to buy the cards in your hand that go out and, um, each of those cards that you place out has a power you can do where you tap the card. Uh, I don't know if legally they can say tap, they (laughs) move the side, the card to the side and, um, you can perform the power and it basically kind of just goes around like that until people start passing and, um.
0: So the plays you have a hand and then cards in play are those separate or is what you it's have separate? Okay. Um,
1: well, so the cards the cards in your hand will go into play. Okay. Or if you want to collect gold, you can discard those uh, the car, a card in your hand. Oh, interesting. Um, and put it in your discard pile. It'll obviously get shuffled shuffled in later. But you go through these cards so not quickly. That's really interesting
0: um, though. But so your, your your economy is within just wasting a card for that round to right. get money that's right. interesting
1: and it's uh, but it's it's very it's difficult to because you can only draw like the one card per turn there are things you can buy or cards you can tap or what have you that'll let you just like draw another card or something like that there's also cards you can get that will allow you to um untap cards which is ha- super handy to that's do cool. um if you get the right combo you know you tap this card to do a bunch of stuff and then you untap it with this other power and then you tap it again and do all the stuff and so you can kind of get in this really cool little loop um the guy who owns the game aaron he had a couple of those untap powers so he was able to get some of his big stuff out but he had played the game several times before the rest of us were were new it's uh two to four players and um it, it was fun i i don't Feel like I 100% got it at the end, hmm. or that I, I maybe it's more apropos to say um, that I I felt like I really started to get it at the end. I feel okay. like I would have done yeah. a, a couple yeah. things a little bit differently, um, but overall it's it was it was interesting. It was a really neat mechanic in that these uh, these eight cards in your hand totally different than what anyone else had. Um, it just so happened. These are the ones that you have for the game. Huh. All of them are pretty well balanced, especially given their value and everything and how much they cost and, and so on. So it's, it's not like one hand necessarily is better than the other, but I think if you did the draft way, sure. you could make sure that they sort of fit better with your mages. Cause you also got to choose a mage character Okay, and, um, there were, uh, you got to choose between two. So what oh, they okay. normally say so is you draft, is that you the, draft choosing, yeah. the cards and then you choose one of the two mages. Um, and beforehand, you can look at the mages you have to choose from. And as you're drafting, say, okay, well, I've got the Necromancer. He's really big on the death resource. So I'm going to start drafting cards that really accent that, that allow you to transform, you know, death into gold or what have you. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was neat. I, I hmm. liked it.
0: So is it like a battle royale where you're all kind of trying to knock each other out or well,
1: nobody gets knocked out. It's the first one to like 10 victory points. victory points are hard to come by. Okay. Um, but it was the first one to 10 victory points and, uh, you don't really like battle anybody. There are dragons you can bring out that will cause like a lot. Li- I say this in air quotes, a life damage where you give up like just like one life resource, which hmm. is not that big of a deal. If you can't, Uh, if you don't have any life resources, you can pay a water to, to discard it, or you can just discard a card from your hand to make up for it or whatever. It's not like they can kill you. Uh, it's a small setback and maybe I could see towards the end, if you had a few of them in front of you and people were close, you could use that to sort of, you know, uh, screw up their plans a little bit, maybe delay it. So you get that one extra point or something. So it... It, it adds the, the combat... I say combat very loosely. Um, but the combat sort of... It gives it a... It adds sort of a neat little wrinkle, but it's not even a necessary part of it. Because you're just
0: like engine building kind of the... It is 100% yeah. engine builder, okay. yes. Because it, like, yeah, it sounds like magic influence. at least as part of the symbols and very, theme. Very much but so. But like no attacks, <laughs> where right. you're abusing the symbols and creating your... Right, um,
1: there, there. There are things you could call attacks, you know, with the dragons and stuff, because it does. It does even say attack on it, but it's I. It's not combat in the sense that I would normally think of, a, right. like a dueling game or a combat game. So, hmm. uh, but it was, it was very interesting. It was very interesting. Uh, I would before you buy it, I would definitely check out a few videos of it, audience, <laughs> fellow roasters. Um, but I would definitely uh, give it a shot. It's. Uh, It was interesting. I would consider playing it again, drafting this time, and sort of having a better idea of kind of where it's going. And you guys played
0: full player complement, four people? Yes, four people. And it took you, take you think three hours?
1: Mm, It's closer to two hours. Two hours? But uh, we ended a little early. Um, Not not the game a little early. We ended game night a little early. Um, I think we played... Yeah, what do we play? Like some Archer Love Letter or something after oh, sure. that. But um, as far as that was the big game of the night for for us. Yeah, so.
0: yeah, it looked interesting. I walked by a couple times, peeking my head over there, and the art looks pretty, it looks like kind of gothic-y, yeah. dark. but it's like uh, a dark
1: fantasy kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the, the art was good. The components were fantastic. Um, and the, the gameplay was interesting. There weren't necessarily any mechanics in there, mechanisms in there that I thought were like, mind-blowingly original or anything, but hmm. uh, but it was, it was a good, solid game. Huh, cool.
0: Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, let's see. What else should we get into? And what's it called again? Res Arcana? Res Arcana. Res Arcana. Um, let's see. Do you want to jump into uh, theme versus mechanisms, or should we jump into... Um,
1: I would like I, I would like uh, themes theme versus mechanism. Let's do that's, it. Yeah. that's my question <laughs> yeah, for Yeah, we you. were just talking about it. When you uh, when when you are at the game store <laughs> or browsing board game geek, um, is it what is it that attracts you most to a game first? Is it theme or mechanism?
0: Uh, I think for me definitely theme for sure. Um that's catches my eye and good artwork too, of course. There's like this, the trap that can get you in. <laughs> There's a lot of horrible games with amazing artwork.
1: That's a fact. But
0: uh definitely theme, theme, theme strikes me as something that's interesting. And then mechanisms um, after that. However, there are ones that that's that's most of the time. However, with like smaller games, a lot of smaller games have a similar feel, kind of like a button shy games. Like mm-hmm. when you were we were talking about the other two button shy games Anthelion and um, what's the other name of that and antinomomine or whatever it's called uh antinomy, yes
1: antinomy yes yes it's those are
0: fire. uh the themes were like man I mean space and wizards but when we started you started getting into the mechanisms of those I was like oh okay now I w- now I do want to play those so yeah. typically though I my starting point is theme for sure and then I'll I'll uh go from there how about you
1: um I'm definitely uh on a similar path in that theme will get me to look at a game, but the mechanisms will get me to either be interested in it or look away. Sure. So theme will catch my eye, but if I look at it and say, wow, that's a phenomenal theme. And I look at the box and it's player elimination and take that. And then I'm just sort of like, nah, nah, I'll pass on that. Yeah. Um, so so a theme can make it for me, but uh, mechanisms that I don't care for can definitely break it for me. There've been a lot, especially in Kickstarter, it seems like Kickstarter has this big knack for finding original themes, mm-hmm. themes that you're just like, whoa, that's so neat. I can't believe I never thought about, um, like one that I backed that I actually enjoy the, the theme and the mechanisms, uh, Fry Thief uh, by a guy actually here in Denver. Um, and it's about like a card dueling card game about stealing French fries. That's a neat, that's a neat theme. Like nobody's thought about that. That's original. That that's funny. You know, you look at it and it makes you pause and chuckle, but then you look and you, you see what the, the mechanisms are. And that could easily be a game where I would look at it and go, I think it's clever, but mm that's not really my style of game, yeah, uh, and you Kickstarter is really, really big on that right now, and that it'll have really interesting themes. And but once you watch the breakdown video or look at the rules and everything, you're like, this is either not as well thought out as I would like, or it's got a bunch of mechanisms in there that are maybe tired mechanisms overused it makes me think of another game or it's maybe some mechanisms that I don't necessarily care for sure yeah um so yeah theme theme is important for catching my eye um although if if there's a neat if somebody's like oh there's a super cool worker placement game and and here's its new take on worker placement and it's about um i don't know uh trading in the mediterranean Okay, well, obviously, trading the <laughs> Mediterranean yeah. is the least original theme of all time. But you know what? I can get excited about that mechanism. Yeah. Whereas vice versa, you will never catch me with, "Oh, this theme is so cool!" I'll look past this shitty mechanism.
0: Right. You yeah, know? absolutely. I, I that's a good way of putting it because I, I agree with that. Uh, bad mechanisms or a bad combination of mechanisms can completely take me out of a theme mm-hmm. that I love, and like I think. The draw, too is that um you wanna when you hear a cool theme like that French fry game, you wanna. Feel like you're doing the theme activity within the game. Right. Even and even there's, I feel like there's a forgiveness there for mechanisms that are have been used or you've seen them before. If they're used in just the right way or combined just the right way, and it captures the idea of reaching across the table and slyly pulling a fry towards yourself, I would right. love that. Even if it's like I've similar played something similar, and it does, and oh, that's good. I well, yes. I'm really excited to play that then. But um, but then there's other games that are. Good games, kind of Splendor always comes to mind. That's a solid game. I like Splendor, Solid. but I, I just don't There's play no a lot of, yeah, you could put There's anything no on there. And There's could, no theme. It's just a really good, well-designed game, um, but I, I don't play a lot of Splendor because I'm just kind of, it doesn't get me as excited. I would much rather, and this is also me too, because i much rather prefer broadly thematic games than abstract games that are well-designed, usually. I like playing them, but I find myself playing more thematic games more often i can see that um
1: i play a lot of splendor myself just because yeah that i just accept that it's basically an abstract yeah (laughs) it's got like five pieces of art and everything every card is just one variation of one of them (laughs) with just some different you know mathematical formulas based on the resources that you are using but to me it's that Fun, perfect, uh, almost mindless game that mm-hmm. you can play at the table and still talk and laugh and have fun. True. And uh, the game itself is kind of secondary. It almost just—it's like it's—it's it's something to do while giving you the excuse to socialize. Sure. Uh, which is really what board games are all about. I—I I think. I mean, I don't think anyone uses board games as like a test of their you know ingenuity like this is how i'm going to determine my self-worth is by playing this game right i mean you do it to be social and yeah. to challenge yourself and challenge other people and have a good time
0: yeah well what i do is i uh, if i'm feeling down i go to game night and i introduce a game to people who don't know how to play and i destroy them <laughs> and then i just go home feeling like a champ
1: mission accomplished <laughs> what other game can i learn and play by myself for a while <laughs> yeah,
0: what other game can i master or at least have a slight edge over um, it's interesting though too because the theme there will be themes that I'm more or le- less or more into uh, typically if I'm into them more I'll, they'll forgive things like one of the games I love is Arkham Horror LCG I love that game and that's I think overall very very well designed the theme is perfect I think it's one of the best games at least for my, the games I like in capturing a storyline and following oh, a yeah. storyline through it's just really well done
1: it's as thematic a game as I
0: can yeah, think of yeah it's very absorbed honest. super absorbing and um, but there's a lot of rules and that will take rules. you out of it at times to degree. I, uh, I still, just cause we play a lot of games. I sometimes forget some of the rules or the, there's a lot of, if this, then that, then this again, right. it's not even two levels. It's three steps. So I will still consult the rule book. And there's some janky things that, don't work logically in that game. Most stuff does. It's right. quite good. But it's a couple things that are like, okay, well, this is just something they had to do so it doesn't all fall apart on you right. and takes you out of bed. And that I will overlook just because it's so good.
1: Well, I don't think there's uh, that's necessarily bad mechanics. Sure. I think at that point in time, they're trying to do something with the storyline. And therefore, a lot of times, they have to end up sort of making up a new mechanism that will make that action feel as close to organic and within the game and sticking with and not pulling you out of the storyline and yeah or having a specific
0: result whether it's timeline ending the game so it doesn't go on forever or like if some bad guy comes and he does a certain thing right you've got to respond to it in a certain way and they have to kind of nudge you that way so I do get it but and that's that's not even the best example because that's like the best one of my, one of my favorite games overall I'm trying to think of another game that I um enjoy but has something that takes me out i got you one okay
1: um this is on one of my top five lists that at some point we're gonna discuss <laughs> in the future never um
0: never talk about it all right
1: but um uh, the uh what's that one the um <laughs> it's a horror board game and it's the house on the hill oh house no? oh yeah
0: uh oh, uh oh yeah the one uh, what is it? house on haunted
1: has it house on haunted hill yeah, but it's always nope. got, it's got that Betrayal at House of the tra- There we go, yeah. Betrayal, I I love <laughs> the theme of betrayal. Yeah, I do too. I think it's super neat. <laughs> I even like the mechanisms before the haunt. Like, right. I love the yeah, exploratory I do too. Yeah,
0: nature. Yeah. It's quirky, it's fun. Yeah, man.
1: I love the, the different omens and like the spooky texts and the fact that, you know, yeah, you roll dice a couple times, but that doesn't dominate the game. Sure. Like, you're not gonna... The, the dice aren't gonna make or break whether you have a good time with this game. It's the the problem comes at the haunt <laughs> when only like one out of 10 of those haunts right. actually work. Function at all. When you get there though, I feel like I've already had so much fun with this game that the haunt to me is kind of the end. Yeah. And so you can kind of play it out, but you also sorta of know within a couple moves into it what's gonna, gonna happen. go, yeah. Uh, Cause some of them are just so broken. Uh, But it's such a fun theme. It keeps me in and it actually keeps me going out and playing the game, even though I know once I hit the haunt, there's a good chance I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. But I don't ever look back and say, I'm sad I played that game.
0: So here's a question for you. Have you played, because I feel the same way about that. The I've only played that a couple of times. So both times I felt the same way. Like, I remember really fun. And the haunt came. I'm like, oh, we got to stop doing what we're doing because this is really fun. Are we doing yeah. something else now? Yeah, I want to keep exploring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to see what's in this house. Yeah. And so um, I agree. I, I I agree. But it is notorious for coming to a screeching halt. Screeching. Or just someone to being like, next move. Oh, I guess I, guess I win. I guess I win. Yeah, um, how this works. So. so here's my question for you. This is a good theme versus mechanisms tie-in. Have you played any of the other games that are built on the exact same engine, like Betrayer at Baldur's Gate? Or I have um. Not. I haven't either. And I
1: although I've heard really good things about I, I have. Uh, Betrayal Um Legacy.
0: Oh, really? I haven't yes. played that one, but I've I've not heard too much about it. So that's interesting. But that's one that I I like Betrayal at House on the Hill. Um because just that silly horror mishmash theme like there's a little girl there's like yeah. it's a stereotypes of all these characters and it's just it's such a funny idea that they're all exploring this mansion together
1: Yeah and everything that comes at you is from like different horror movies like you'll yeah. find the necronomicon <laughs> Yeah just out of the blue and a possessed baby doll <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah what Yeah uh, okay so you have like a billion diff- different you know There's a witch mythos, in the basement and yeah and all these different uh, genres and it's it's really super fun because it it mixes and matches really, really well. i just I really, really wish that the haunts were better. I would rather have half the haunts and they all really work, yeah than. Uh, what they keep doing is like they, they had the um, Widow's Walk yes. expansion, which I really liked everything that that added. I liked the extra rooms, I liked the extra uh, omens and equipment mm-hmm. and all that. Um, I did not like the extra haunts. In fact, all of the haunts from the expansion are broken I oh, really I' the I haven't been able to find one that works that's hilarious um, that they couldn't <laughs> yeah uh, close to half of the first one do there's probably 15 or some, 20 but some out that of the even worked are like
0: so op they're so overpowered that it's just like like yeah. I remember one of the ones that I've played is where someone turns into a witch and they have such an ability they have like it was like a fire blasting power and she could blast fire if she was in a hallway she could blast forward and back down the hallway and also at every direction she was facing. And so basically she could fill the entire floor right. with fire immediately. It's like, oh, I guess, I guess there's nothing we can do here.
1: Again, there was like one where uh, if you attacked the guy, then you immediately took the same amount of damage yourself. And then you were <laughs> dropped down a level or something like ridiculous. Like, and you're what? like, Wait. Mathematically, there's no way this could ever possibly work. I don't understand. There was one where the bad guy couldn't take any damage unless all of his minions had been killed first. Mm -hmm. And there was like a dozen minions, and they were hard to kill. And it was just like, there's no way this works. Yeah. There's no way anyone has ever playtested this and had it work.
0: Yeah, because I like, I do like the desperation of an almost impossible situation. But there's got to be a way out. There's, there's got to be almost impossible. Some way. And Yeah. Impossible. Right. True. True. <laughs> it's a fine That's, line. <laughs> yeah. Those are two real different things. <laughs> That's
1: true. Give me almost impossible. I can figure <laughs> yeah. that out. But impossible, I'm not even sure I really want to play that. Yeah. If I'm being honest.
0: No, because I. We've pro- we both had gameplays where they were really hard and you lose, or something like Arkham Horror is a good example of that. And later afterwards, you're like, okay, how could we have done that? And you yeah. can figure out a logical way, okay, if we did this, then this, this. Yeah, but that game it's is all like, baitable, no way we could have no, gotten out of there.
1: Some of those haunts just are absolutely
0: ridiculous. So. Well, and I'd like to try Betrayed of Baldur's Gate because I did hear good things about that, but I, I wonder if. Uh, how much? What they changed about that? Because I would still play Betrayal at Haunt, uh, House on the Hill because it's such a silly game. Mm-hmm. It's still fun to play, but.
1: Yeah, it's a great vibe but to but because it. it's
0: the theme, even though it's broken, it's like Cosmic Encounter kind of. A lot yeah. of I get why people don't like Cosmic Encounter. I love that game for the just ridiculousness of the theme, but it breaks all the time. Oh yeah, and, and it can even, be an infuriating game to play.
1: Yeah. Even people that that's their favorite game, they absolutely love it. If you say, well, it's broken, they're like, oh they're, yeah, oh it's totally, absolutely yeah. broken, and there's no question about that. I don't yeah. think anyone is out there banging the drum. Perfect for, design. No, yeah, super balanced, <laughs> and uh, yeah, works 100 of the time. You lose it's your time. own fault. Yeah, there's no luck. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think anyone's out there arguing that. But um.
0: So what are the mechanisms that take you out completely? Like, I think one of the ones we both have are like um, uh, elimination games. Mm-hmm. I really don't like playing those as I get, as I game more and more. Um, I'm just rarely, I can't think of the last game that had elimination in it that I felt, "Ah, even with the theme, I just don't like that. I always feel that's such an annoying thing in a game. And to me, honestly, I feel that's lazy design. There should be a way to avoid that.
1: But I think it can be done right. Mm -hmm. Like, I love Bang the Dice game. Sure. I I play that all the time with people because once you're out, you're usually only out for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Because it's not like... Like in Werewolf, where it's a three hour game and right. somebody it has to be out in the first five minutes. Immediately, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh well, well, go play Star Robes well, on your phone. Yeah, I guess it was me. <laughs> um but yeah, this with with Bang, like people start dying at the very end. And once somebody starts dying, like a lot of people start dying. Yeah. And it gets really and you still kind of have a stake in the game and that your team can still win as long as, you know, the win conditions are met, even if you're dead. So I there are ways, there are games like Bang with player elimination that I like, but I, I absolutely agree uh, when not done correctly, it's a huge downer. Yeah. Uh, player elimination where it all happens fairly bang, bang, quick, I say, bang, <laughs> no pun intended, but uh, quick, you know, in secession, mm-hmm. uh, oh, the end is coming, and it just sort of sweeps across, that's okay, I, that's don't, true. I don't mind that.
0: That's a good point, because, I mean, like you said with bang, you are a part of a team, or you still can root for or against whoever right. whoever you've offended or who you desperately want vengeance <laughs> upon in that game. And so you do keep it in as a, as a secondary player. But um, the only other one, the one that I have in my collection is King of Tokyo. And I think that does it okay as well. Yeah, I agree. Is that's quick enough where you can stay... The game's going to end pretty quickly after you get knocked out. And yeah. towards the end, it's pretty rapid fire. As people get knocked out, you're going to you know kind of go down in quick succession. But um, Cash and Guns is one I've never played. And I almost bought it once and I'm sure it's, I've I've heard a lot of good things. So I'm sure it does it well. But the reason I didn't buy it was I was just one of those other games where there's elimination. And it kind of held me back. So yeah, maybe I, I should re-examine it. But. I
1: have not played it either. Um, although it gets very positive reviews. And typically games with, uh, with early player elimination usually get panned pretty universally. Because yeah. nobody likes that. Um, so it must do something right.
0: I wonder if it's the bang thing where it's, you're on a team and you're vouching or you're just, I don't know, even then I'll just have to play it. I can't, I shouldn't judge a game before I've ever played it, but yeah, that is what true. kept me from purchasing it because I was just like, ah, I just, yeah, I'm, it's hard to get me, the, those at the table or hard to Larry feel too. like you intro those to new people. And they're like, Oh, I'm out. <laughs> you know, even yeah. if it's a short one, being it, bang does feel different, but yeah.
1: And, um, uh, talking about different mechanics that are mechanisms that I uh, that personally take me out of the theme uh, and I have think I mentioned this in every episode but take that mechanics yeah um, if done properly and in in uh, like rarely, you know where it's done in moderation and right. in severe moderation it's
0: not the core mechanism it's kind of okay mm-hmm.
1: but games where you literally are drawing cards with just the hope of screwing other players and it doesn't do anything good for you yeah i would rather play cards that do something really good for me than cards that hurt someone else uh, right and it's right. it's just because it feels like i'm accomplishing more when I'm doing something to better myself and when you think about it um, all, all it all it really is is if you play a card that damages somebody else but doesn't do you any good besides that um, it's almost the same as playing a card that does something good for you but doesn't do anything for the other person because it's still it, it opens that gap between you know point wise or what have you between the two players it's just more fun and friendly to do right. to do it the other way so, um vil- i have Disney's uh, Villainous. Okay. And uh, brag. I've heard a lot of really good things about it, and I've I've watched videos, and I'm kind of sort of torn. I'm not sure I'm ever gonna play it
0: because you haven't it, played it. I, I haven't. Oh, okay. I thought you I had haven't. played it.
1: I, I haven't. Um, the ladies have all played it, um, and they they liked it. But it there's so many take that mechanics in it that that's kind of a central core of the game mm-hmm. and it just doesn't make it sound enticing to me. I like the theme you're playing as Disney villains. that's all that's super cool. Like who wouldn't want to be you know... Uh, uh, queen of hearts and you know go yeah. rampage people or whatever <laughs> or be ursula and
0: yeah you know, oh, that'd be cool
1: yeah i mean that's that's really neat Someone and some
0: eels yeah and, eels. and everything
1: every, everything's like detailed and and it's geared towards those people it seems designed very well but it's just that one mechanism that makes me so leery
0: is it a fighting are you like battle game is it a battle game or i don't know anything about the game
1: i don't either except it has a lot of take that mechanics in it
0: you know all um, that take that games remind me of just like horrible game design like when games were becoming a thing like Candyland. all those games were built around either blatant no strategy at all pure luck right and then screwing over your opponent those mm-hmm. were f- considered fun in the 50s right right and and it's just like yeah it takes you out of it because it's so easy to flip it to the the, the negative of that or the positive of that, I whatever you want to say that, like you're saying, and then it's more satisfying for everybody. A, you feel like you're progressing. And B, no one else feels like you're getting in the way of their strategy.
1: Yeah, and you're, they're not getting picked on. Which, exactly,
0: yeah. yeah And
1: I understand where it came from. And, and from a design perspective, I feel like it came from a place where... uh there were. It was the only way anyone could think of at the time to do uh, to manage a catch-up mechanism.
0: Yeah, our brains were smaller back then. You know, so. uh,
1: apparently, um, because what what are you gonna do when somebody has you're playing a racing game or something? You know, first one to ten points or what have you, and somebody's ahead of you. If they maintain that pace, they're gonna win no matter what. So it sure. stops it becoming fun. Mm-hmm. But if you can do something to impede them, bring them da- back down to your level, or vice versa. Um, then, then, hey, that's that's a way of balancing the game, but I think that at this point in time we have so many better catch up mechanisms yeah. that we can incorporate into games mm-hmm. that don't feel like you're going after somebody. And some dudes really love it. Like Brandon loves take that stuff because <laughs> he, he just he likes he just likes to pick at people which is cool i mean
0: the guy who likes to watch the world burn (laughs) yeah and that's cool Well,
1: whatever i mean to teach their own i i don't i'm kind of a guy who likes to be doing my stuff and can i do my stuff faster than you can do your stuff
0: right 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 you know can i figure out the path that's why
1: i really like splendor Uh, there's nothing you can do to screw somebody in splendor (laughs) except maybe take a reserve a card that they want right but even then you'd have to be paying enough attention and be a mind reader, some sort of genius to figure out exactly what card.
0: Right. And there's still want. other options. It's
1: yeah. And yeah, yeah. And if you take the card they want, there's still a dozen other options yeah. out there. So it's uh, to me that that's more fun.
0: Yeah, I agree. And that's, uh, it's cause I'm the same way. I don't feel like it's a satisfying way to play a game Cause there's a lot of games that have take that elements available as a strategy option. Mm-hmm. And that's a viable part of your strategy but there's a lot of games that i'll be playing and realize like i have this card and it'll negatively affect someone else but it doesn't do anything to advance my progression up the point ladder or however it's scored and then as you're playing that you kind of notice okay i'm doing this and i am offsetting their strategies but i'm not moving and they are still incrementally progressing so you can slow things down but you still have to work towards your own game goals within the game and It's just not satisfying. It's all yeah. usually quickly abandon it or just, you know, yeah. I don't and know. And I want to play the game in a different way.
1: Like I said, if used in moderation, it's, it's, it can be good. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to play a game where you literally have no agency over right. anything that, ha- that happens with the other players. Okay, cool. But why not like a take that that affects everybody but you? Or, right. you know, uh, something like that, whereas you don't have to pick one person and, like, screw up their plans. You know, the thing where they've been saving up and building this engine for, <laughs> you know, 10 turns, and you're like, um, your machine blows up. Discard your whole end. And they're like, what? W- w- Why does wait, it do that? What? Wait. It's just what? a thing it does. It literally took me to the beginning of the game. <laughs> like, right. this isn't even fun anymore. Yeah. And thematically, you can't even explain that. Right, right. Like, what what right this isn't fun that's not fun game designers that's not fun yeah so that's that's uh that's the one that takes me out of the theme a lot is is take that i'd rather have something that does something positive for me mm-hmm. um maybe maybe it can hurt somebody else a little bit or something but if i don't gain anything if it's just to torture other people like i don't know <laughs> i don't have that in me i guess
0: you know, I will say that's the thing that I, I love the insanity of Cosmic Encounter, but that is the thing I I wish that they would improve because you can get to the end of that game and then it's a series of take that cards, mm-hmm. basically jockeying for position. Yeah. Um, because the fun of that game is just the lack of symmetry with power ups and abilities and yeah. um alien it can be the powers. Interaction
1: and the deal making yeah. stuff too. Like and that's most, all well, it usually
0: fun. is, but I've definitely had games where it's like. Especially the new players because it's a take that mechanism is easy to get. Yeah. So people are like, "All right, no, you don't win. Uh, yes, I do win. Uh, can anyone help me win?" And so, right. Um, but that and yeah, that also depends on how the play goes. But it's it's there for sure. But yeah, totally agree. It's, it's nice that you're seeing it less and less.
1: Yeah, I I absolutely agree because I think the the more ways we come up with to uh, to balance games that don't involve just hurting other players is uh, is a good thing. So, all right. So, do you have uh, you have? Yeah, any you want to do a top, top five? five? Sure. Um, what do you got?
0: Well, I've got a f- I've got a couple, but I think I was going to start. <laughs> not to be negative, but I think I was going to start with disappointments. Okay, just because that was the one that kind of like caught my fancy today.
1: I have my top five disappointments as well. All
0: right, sweet. Um, and these are all once again. These are innate games that I personally am just not. A fan of for whatever reason, um, which I'll get into. Not that they're bad games, but I just feel like each gamer's got their well, preferences, and this is mine.
1: And I'm going to uh, caveat this with these top five disappointments are not bad games, and they're not games that I necessarily dislike. Mm-hmm. There are there is something about them that I really thought would be one way. Sure. or would play a certain way, or promised a certain thing, and I don't feel delivered for one reason or another. There's not one on this list. Okay, there's one on this list that I won't <laughs> play. Um, but uh, the other ones, I'll still play. I'm just, given what could have been, Right. they were a letdown.
0: Yeah, I have okay. a feeling we have at least one that's the same. Uh, okay, I'll skip it off. My uh, first one is Five Minute Dungeon. And this is a game I own and I've played it a few times. um, And I just never, uh, so with the way five minute dungeon works is it's a dungeon crawler uh, in five minutes. You literally set a timer for five minutes and it's all about speed playing cards collectively. Um, And it's interesting, but I, it's not a game. I'm like, let's, let's get this in. It just feels like it's contingent (laughs) on the speed thing makes it the game without the speed, Mm -hmm limit it's just kind of i don't know it just feels like you're playing war as fast as possible with four people and it just i don't know it just doesn't feel like there's a lot to it so i never really got satisfied with this game the art's good the gameplay design outside of that is okay um but i just don't think i'm into speed games like that
1: that's really interesting um because i i really enjoy five minute dungeon i think it's a fun game um every time i played it i've always felt i'm colorblind so i always have to preface everyone ahead of time don't say red. I need red. Mm-hmm. Um, swords. Know, yeah, swords or what have you. Shields, whatever it is. Um, but I, I like it. I'm not a huge fan of speed games. I think this is like a fun, mindless sort of silly game. Yeah. Um, Kirsten really likes it. Like Does it's, she really? Yeah. It's probably in her top fifteen or twenty. <laughs> uh, so it's she. She really enjoys it. She'll always be down to play. Um, I would never classify this as a disappointment myself because i had no build up to it yeah at all i didn't have any expectations going in so uh i just figured played it it was what it was it's fun i'd play it if somebody said let's play it i with you i would probably never bring it to Mm -hmm. the table and say hey let's you know pound the table for this hey let's play yeah but uh but but i i i like it it's a good game
0: it's more it just feels like more of an activity to me than um, okay then the see strategy because i feel like the strategy like you're kind of card managing to make sure you have enough of cer whatever resource you need at the end to fight the dungeon boss that you're right. gonna fight and so
1: it's not a strategy game
0: yeah and so and, <laughs> and so it's it just to me it feels like you're and maybe I'm just not good at this ability. I, I can't strategize that fast. And not, like it's light. You don't need a ton of strategy, but you do have to be conscious of what's coming up right. and play off of your character ability and other characters' abilities, knowing what's ahead. And so it kind of feels like it's sort of predestined. It's like, okay, when we need swords, you're going to go after the swords. I'm going to do this, blah, 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 blah. And so it, it feels just more of an activity to me. And that's my biggest complaint about it. But
1: And I can definitely see where you're coming from. But a lot of people do like it. Activity versus... Uh, strategy game yeah and absolutely i agree with that so right. um what do you got my uh my number five if we're doing this in order uh, of disappointment uh my number five was uh a game you really like <laughs> uh it's jamaica <laughs> right. i've heard so many great How things about you. jamaica and and i i it seemed really fun like it would be really cool and honestly I, I maybe I just need to play it more I, I really like the the mechanism it has um, where you do this but you have to also do this um, but it just never it never clicked for me it, sure. uh, I I wanted so much like it maybe I just went into it with too large an expectation but it sort of just felt like like you had no real control over what was happening. If you got a bad set of cards and you're like, okay, I'm going to go forward two and backwards three. Well, shit. (laughs) Um, I don't have any idea what's happening. I'm sort of floating around and, thematically like i'm trying to picture my ship going somewhere and just going in <laughs> reverse back to the other place taken by the like, winds was like i don't understand this like what's what's actually happening here yeah so i i felt like i felt like there was a disconnect between the theme and the mechanisms it's a really neat idea i like the mechanism i it took me out of the theme
0: yeah I think Jamaica is one of those games that got really hyped. Like I, I love Jamaica. Jamaica is one of my favorite games. And I think it does for me, at least I think it does. uh, It's a, it's a basic um, simple, a little bit more than simple racing game. And I think it does really well. I I actually love the strategy of that because I feel like at least the way I go into it is it's, it's the, especially the artwork it's, it's going after like silliness. It's not a serious racing game. Like, um, like some car racing games or other racing games are, though. So when that, when that happens and you just have a hand of like getting cargo cards and everyone's sailing ahead of you, I don't know. In my mind, I skirt the story of a not very well a pirate that's not good at scheduling, I guess. <laughs> um, and then if the wind blows you back, well, the winds are off. You're kind of uh, you're kind of victim to the winds. But I get where you're complaining. And also, to be fair, you had a horrible first game. Oh my god, <laughs> That was so I... so invert because it can. So I'm sitting there trying to even figure figure <laughs> how out how do like, I what's... move forward. And it's not like I've never
1: played games before. Like I get, yeah. I understand games. <laughs> I just <laughs> was not
0: getting this, and I. It was, it was a extremely frustrating first couple turns. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I I could see that. And but I, I have to. I love Jamaica. I think Jamaica's at least for me personally, I think it's really well done. And you starting with the same. My thought is on that is that you all start with the same deck of cards and even though your initial hand or two might be bad it eventually evens out and someone's gonna it may they may be churning ahead with the move cards but then they're using all their move cards early and eventually the wind's gonna die for them and then that's your time to catch up um but you also have to i know what you kind of have to know what move cards are available coming up because they i think the concept with a lot of racing games is you're gonna move every turn jamaica you can ne- not necessarily move every turn there's a lot of op times where you won't move every turn right. um but uh, but anyway i see what you're saying
1: yeah i never felt like i had i had a chance at any point in time did i i, I never felt like i had a chance to come out on top and it was the order i got those cards in or just not knowing how necessarily to play up front or what have you yeah. but it was uh yeah to me it was a, it was a bit of a disappointment so all
0: which, right
1: what's your number 4
0: uh let's see next is um uh carcassonne <laughs> this is one I think I might be on your list. <laughs> or maybe that's a separate list of just despise. <laughs> I
1: Those just, are
0: two different lists. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just never got into Carcassonne for whatever reason. I I don't know if it's the... What it was for me was just the keeping in my head how the scoring... And the scoring's not even that complicated. Just for some reason, thinking the way the tiles are laid out and where I need to place my guy, I just could never get in a flow with the game. And it just didn't seem like that mind-blowingly amazing to me and that could have been no. that it got also hyped so much like this is the greatest game in the world you gotta play this game and it was like it did this is cool i mean it's interesting but i just it was just kind of a big like oh this is all this is yeah it's, it's, a, it's fun but it's not
1: just a tiling game. yeah
0: and then you put a guy and if he's near a road or something yeah and then you have to also and I also it's like okay wait which is the road goes this way and then there's this here and there's a house there what does that mean again i don't know i just never really got into it
1: yeah no i'm uh, i'm with you uh carcassonne is to me that's it's not a good experience you it's kind of neat to lay down tiles how they connect and you're building something but i don't feel like you're ever actually like you're not building something you're just trying to put things in a way that would kind of like get you points and it's so abstract and it's I don't, there's nothing in there that is where you place a town. And you go, yeah, right. You know, nailed it. Yeah. You're just like, oh, okay.
0: I guess we'll put, there's a, put a guy oh, on the too. Maybe
1: There's a road. <sighs> <It's Carcassonne>. I'm <laughs> hungry. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I notorious for disliking Carcassonne. I, it's one of my least favorite games of all time. Uh, in fact, it may be my least favorite game of all time. Uh, I will not play it. I will not entertain playing it. Um, was never necessarily a disappointment for me because i was never sure that i it was the kind of game i'd like and when i played it i was still really into like gateway games and stuff and was just sort of looking around to what was available and uh tried it and i'm like this is barely a game yeah like there's no experience here
0: it's more Um, of an it is more kind of an activity i mean there's strategy there but it's more of the kind of just a fun little back and forth activity um which i'm sure will Get some very extreme opinions about it, but yeah, oh, yeah. Carcassonne it's, fell flat for me. It's pretty it's hard. It's very,
1: it's very popular. That's for sure.
0: All right, what do you got? Number four.
1: Uh, for me, number four, uh, we've talked about it's uh, Betrayal at House mm, okay. on the Hell. Um, and and the my one disappointment is The Haunt. It's not because it, anything was. Uh, was hyped or anything like that it just it was such a good game and 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 maybe to to me and i'll preface this with the very first time i ever played this at game night um was maybe our third game night ever and um we played it and had like one of the best haunts you could get i guess (laughs) uh and the haunt worked phenomenally well it was really balanced and it was great and I play this and I'm like oh my god if all the haunts are like this <laughs> so this is the good. best game I've ever played like yeah. I love this total 100% satisfaction a plus plus would order again but um the second time we played was with a really really broken haunt yeah. and I'm like okay well maybe maybe it's just luck of the draw right, right. and it kind of is about every third or fourth time you play it the whole game is a great experience. Sure. You just sort of have to accept <laughs> the fact enough. that you could hit a bad haunt and sort of know when to stop it. I, at this point, I know if we hit a bad haunt, I'll know within a couple of turns, hey, here's how this is going to happen. She's going to win. I think we should. And everyone usually agrees because nobody wants to play through some of the convoluted nonsense that comes up. But uh, but I really, really like the game.
0: So, Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, okay, let's see. I've got um uh I'll see this one real quick because this isn't just a minor disappointment. Not that I don't like this game or it's a bad game. Uh Hive. Hive is a well designed game. It's a good game, but I was not expecting what Hive is. Hive is more of a more of a uh more of an intense chess match than i expected it to be i was expecting more of a lighter travel game but hive definitely gets
1: oh, that's a deep strategy yeah game.
0: it gets yeah. way more intense quicker and so i just then my biggest complaint was hive, i just wasn't expecting it to be that because right. it's all it's marketed very much as like hey keep it in your back bo- pocket and you can you know it's a travel game it's got these satisfying tiles to lay down um they have a really well done app and i think it's a well done game it's just way more deep strategy than i thought thought it would be I thought it would be a lot lighter, that. and I kind of wanted a fun little game with bugs. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a lot lighter, but it's pretty intense, and it, that's that's my biggest complaint.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Hive's a super fantastic game for a. I, I don't even want to call it heavy abstract game because it, but it sort of is. Kind of is, yeah. Like it can be like it's heavy the way chess is heavy. Yeah, you know you can play. You can teach, you know, two seven year olds to, you know, play chess and be like, oh, hey, silly or whatever. But at the same time, you can have 80 year old grandmasters, you know, draw right. blood over this stuff. Right. Because it, it, you, and, and it is that intense and that deep. So, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. It, it is not a light game. And if you went into that expecting light game, then, yeah, it's, that's a pretty huge disappointment. Here. Yeah.
0: Just, Anyway, yeah, enough enough said about that. That's really it is a good game. A lot of people like it. And I see why. It just it's not the gameplay experience that I <laughs> that I typically want. I like I like heavy games, but just that intensity of needing to focus so hard as you do on hive, like you really yeah. have to be paying attention. You have to be thinking several moves ahead. And uh, that is fun, but I I I don't know. It's not the game I usually draw. No, I, I, I hear you. Alright, what's next?
1: Alright. Um so my number three. I've mentioned a few times before is a game called Dice Throne. <laughs> right. I this was so hyped up for me and I really like I even watched playthroughs of this. Like it seemed super fun. Uh, the components are astounding. Aaron got uh, Dice Throne season 2 in okay. the other day and You want to talk breathtaking components, probably some of the best I've ever seen in any game. Interesting. Um, So well produced, very well put together. Um, What I feel like, I feel like everybody, especially when you're doing like team against team, I feel like you have a thing that you do Mm -hmm. and that's the only thing you do. Sure. So you're just like, okay, roll the dice, roll the dice, come to it, roll the dice, come back around, roll the dice. Oh, I can do the thing I do. Okay, I, I did it. Now, oh, now I I keep trying to do it again. Oh, okay, yeah, my yeah. my
0: turn. I'm a healer. Do I'm that healer. thing.
1: Do that thing I do. Do oh, I did it. I did the thing that I. That's the only thing I I do. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll do it. I'll do it again. We'll just keep going. Yeah. And that's literally the whole game. And you're like, well, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of individuals strategy involved right. or a lot of it's just to me it's not a fun experience it's uh
0: especially you know, when you're on a team you know you get that feeling even stronger if you're playing head to head i could see more it almost feels like it's a two player game that got expanded out
1: well but my my drawback to that would be i mean there are characters that don't really do much in the way of like like if it was one on one attacking and versus like you'd literally have the guy with all the shields well, no, and I mean, it doesn't could, do anything. I'm thinking you
0: could play two player with several with characters several on characters. each side. Yeah, yeah, no, but I, I could see that. But I, like, I haven't done that. But because that, I think, would be a lot more fun. Because I, I felt the same way, where it sort of felt like, okay, I've got a designated role, and that's kind of what yeah. I do, and it's it's cool. I mean, there's some shifts there, but not big ones. Yeah, it's so. like
1: playing really rigid World of Warcraft, <laughs> where like you are the healer or you are the tank or right. you are your whole purpose for being guy, is to yeah. do this one thing. Right. And then when it comes back around to you. What are you going to do? Oh, the one thing you do. Right. Oh, it's your turning. And what are you going to do? Up. Oh, yep. You're going to do yeah. the one thing you do.
0: And I mean, it's like, I, I think the counterpoint to that would be like, yeah, well it's dice. So you never know you're going to be able to do that. But all of your power ups and abilities are geared towards getting the correct faces yeah. flipped or augmented in some way to do the thing you do. And so you're really just trying to do the thing you do. Rolling yeah, wise, and choosing dice faces. To yeah, it's uh, that.
1: yeah, I, I that was a huge disappointment for me. I was really looking forward to that, I wanted to like it a lot. Um, I didn't,
0: yeah. <laughs> all right, let's see. Uh, my next is, um, uh, uh, this is an interesting one the Firefly. So, I actually really like the game Firefly, I do too. Um, I enjoy the theme. I loved uh, Firefly and Serenity, um, all that the lore and the history of the shows and movie, or in the movie. But the biggest complaint that I've gotten, my wife does not like this game because her po- her point is it's a delivery game and that's it. And that's a fair point because you are yeah. pretty much playing against the game, and unless you have expansions, there's really no way directly affecting anyone else. It's just kind of kind of the luck of the jobs that you draw. And how difficult they are and how well you can um, efficiently get across space and back with whatever cargo, whatever you're doing uh, is the game. But I love love that because it's in the Firefly universe and it feels like you have a Firefly craft and you are smuggling. You feel like a smuggler. It really captures right. that feel. But then I played the game Zia and I feel that Zia is a better game that does Firefly better because it has that. You are a smuggler. You are taking things. One of the biggest economy boosts there is you are smuggling or doing illegal acts. However, you also have cannons on your ship and can directly, should you choose, it's not a good idea because you can become a vigilante and uh, have a warrant on your head. You can attack people uh, directly. So there's more agency. I wish that you could skin Zia with Firefly because I felt like, at least for my playthroughs, I felt Zia was what I thought Firefly would be And now after playing that Firefly holds less shine to me because it's so limited to just the smuggling side of smuggling and the story, the story is great, but there's just, it's just that.
1: Yeah. My, my one beef with Firefly, um, the game, um, is it's really long. Yes. Um, Yeah. It's, it's twice as long as it should be for the game that it is. Yeah. Um, I, I think the game's fine. I think the mechanics are, are okay. Um, it does definitely bring you into the world, and yeah. that's really neat. Uh, so it is very uh, immersive, and I, I like the theme and everything. Um, but, yeah, it's so long that by the time you get to the end, or even towards the end, in the middle, you're just like, am I still doing this? Right, yeah. It's like, it's like less... I'm in the Firefly universe for a little while, and more of a I got a job in the Firefly <laughs> universe, right? Yeah, and this is literally it, just what I'm gonna do. It, yeah, it's it's my job, and so that that sort of breaks. Like when I want to play games, it's because I don't want to do my job, <laughs> right? Not exactly. I exactly. Do a yeah. Yeah. Job. Oh, damn it, I gotta take these <laughs> smuggled goods again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I just felt like Zia. Zia and i only played zia once but it it felt so much like firefly and there were drift system yeah Yeah. legends of a drift system um i was they recently did a re-release on kickstarter i didn't pick it up because it was just i don't know it's it's not a cheap game but it's it's definitely i will say if it's the type of game you like it's worth it the reason i didn't pick it up is i already have a couple games that are that length that i haven't played or haven't gotten to the table rarely get to the table anyway and so i was like i don't want to spend a 90 to 100 plus bucks on a game that i will rarely play yeah um despite how good it is and
1: big games like that are really tough to get yeah to the table really tough
0: but it was so it was so much of a story like and there's a there's a generic story in it but the story like came out so strongly because there's uh, npc characters that are played mm-hmm. you play your character and then you kind of are responsible for the actions of an npc character on your turn and one of them is just like the patrolling um, police force of the galaxy—they run around, and uh, if you do shoot someone, then they try to—they fu- will track you, and you gotta avoid them. So part of the game is running away from them, as opposed to the Reapers and Firefly that just kind of randomly wander. Right. I wish that they would have more agency to kind of like hone in on something. Um, and then there's another NPC character that is just a marauder that lives in his little base, and his all he does is he runs out, goes to the closest ship, shoots it, and then runs back home.
1: <laughs> and in the first. <laughs>
0: the first four rounds the fourth round or the fourth turn that beca- just through solely through chance that guy came out shot the police ship and ran away and so th- throughout the rest of the game these two guys were in an epic battle of wills <laughs> against each other that was happening totally regardless of what we were all doing we were just watching this unfold and it was so fascinating to see the player engine fight itself as we were still using it in our own way because the police were coming to respond to (laughs) yeah they come to respond so he runs there shoot and and then he runs away and then the police follows him but the police can't go i think all the way to his base or something like that and so they have this epic battle back and forth back and forth and so other people are like well if he's distracted i guess i'm gonna shoot somebody because (laughs) he's already (laughs) over there and so um it just totally tilted the game and that's i felt like you're saying with firefly you're just sort of doing the same thing Mm -hmm. uh again and again and again and it, it it's very well within the theme. I just wish there was more. I wish it was Zia. <laughs> yeah,
1: fair enough. I I hear ya. Um. So my number two is uh, a game called Dark Moon. And Dark Moon started out as um, oh interesting a player made game uh, online on online, and it's called. BSG Light, no, BSG Express. So it's Battlestar Galactica Express, and that's what is written. It was a, a print and play, just like some guy decided he really liked Battlestar Galactica, but he thought it took too long, so he wanted to do Battlestar Galactica in half the time, and it worked and it was fine. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, game company picked it up and made Dark Moon, and it even says in the box, formerly. BSG Express. For sure. So obviously they didn't have the uh, IP rights to it, so they um, they made it into just a generic uh, spaceship with alien invaders on it or whatever. And um, it's a hidden role game, and uh, if you've played Battlestar Galactica, it is pretty much a faster version of that. Um, but it did not... It didn't hit the beats that I that I love in Battlestar Galactica, right. and maybe Battlestar Galactica has to be as long as it is in order to have that experience. Yeah, um, but I just never felt invested in the you know the the mystery of who's who and what's what and you know why why should I bother even you know, hiding my identity at this point. I mean, there are a few negative effects from outing yourself, but, you know, otherwise it just... And I don't know. I, I, I was expecting a game that, that would would hit those same marks, uh, but in half the time. And I got a game, for sure, because uh, it is one, um, but it did not... didn't hit those beats. It didn't... Right. didn't uh, feel like I was playing Battlestar Galactica in faster time
0: yeah so, I totally agree with that because I felt I love Battlestar Galactica it's a game I own again one, one of those games that is very long and I wish I could get at the table more often um, and it is so satisfying in that slow burn tension yeah. of who is who and that that traitor mechanism is done really well but Yeah, because I feel like you played Dark Moon with. I did, yeah, Yeah. a couple times, and I I had the same feeling where it's just it's so short. You kind of feel like, what's the point of hiding so long? I mean, there's no real, there's no real benefit here, and I don't feel the tension. The tension is so it's over so quick that I don't feel it. It's just it's just it's 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 stressed so much less in that game. Where Battlestar Galactica, it gets worse. You know, At, at halfway through the game, you could suddenly realize you are a Cylon, and then you have to play totally differently or um, right. you know and so I just felt yeah I, I agree with that I, the game is fun but it's comparing it to BGG it's do, it's definitely not the same feel
1: yeah no I, I agree all right what's your number one
0: all right well and this is no particular order but the last one I've got is mine was definitely in order. <laughs> <laughs> right. mine's all over the place uh, the last one I have is uh, the flow of history specifically to playing a two-player um, I well and I should say Two players is my biggest complaint with it. But the Flow of History is another game that is a game that on this looking at it uh set aside, I should love this game. And I I always play it and feel like I didn't do it right because <laughs> I didn't get as much satisfaction as I thought I should out of the game. You it's pushed a,
1: this game for a while. I really want I, to figure out why. I what is the disconnect here? A couple times and I was, I, I never connected with it. So.
0: It's a Civ building game in a deck of cards. And I think I like the as des- I liked the design of it. I like the idea of it. I think there is, it does scratch a Civ, uh, itch. It's a shorter game. Um, than most civ games are quite long. Um, but there's just something about it that takes me out of it, or I don't know. And the two-player game specifically, it has a, um, an uh, NPC character that is, uh, manipulates the market each round, and so it's, it changes the game slightly. So at each after each player's turn, this character will remove available technologies to research, and... Um, each round, kind of assuming it sort of feels like there's a four player game, actually. It's just there's a player in between each of you after each of you. So I don't know. It's just, I keep playing this game and thinking I should like this. I really like the theme. The artwork's great. It's like uh, Japanese um, brushwork art. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty game. It's a very pretty game. And it does work, it works well. It's just, I think what it is is it's in a weird spot between being uh, what looks like a lighter game. But it's actually you do have to really focus in on strategy and pay very close attention to what everyone else is doing if you want to have any chance of getting of scoring well at the end. And also not complicated enough to feel like it warrants that attention. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and so I always feel like I'm more of a lighter. Oh, it's going to be a fun game to play. And then I find myself just like obsessively watching everything. <laughs> and not having as much fun as i want to with this game yeah. and that's pretty much that's pretty much it i think it just might not be the game for me in general
1: yeah fair enough i i played it a few times with you i thought it was uh it was okay never really clicked with me i yeah uh but you yeah, know it is what it is
0: um all right what's your number one so most my, disappointing my number one
1: biggest disappointment in all of gaming <laughs> <laughs> is munchkin
0: <laughs> Speaking to take that.
1: Yeah. So, um for so many reasons here. Number one, uh before I ever played Munchkin, um you see all of these different expansions for it, right? You see superheroes and zombies and space and and you know, World War 2 and just the robots and and Dogs and cats and, <laughs> and uh, Wizard of Oz, yeah. and, right? There's like hundreds. Tons of versions, yeah. And uh, and they can all be played together. And that's kind of the cool idea. And uh, it's kind of the, the, the cool idea is that you can have this mishmash game, yeah. uh, which is a dungeon crawl. And you know you're you're fighting stuff and you're you're advancing up the levels and everything and they had that neat element with your your friends of being able to stab people in the back right and, you know or whatever and and so there, there's a ton ton of take that in this game yeah um but when I got it to the table the and I've gotten it to the table we probably played it a dozen times may may maybe less maybe nine or ten but um. It always not only makes everybody mad at each other because it is so take that. <laughs> yeah, it tends to run twice as long as it should. Sure. Because by the time you get up to the higher levels and you're almost there, people take that, and then you drop down three levels, and then you're in last place, and right. then somebody else, oh, and then everybody gangs up and drop. So it's so hard to win. To it's finalize so, the game, yeah. It's kind of like what Citadels was is at full complement and <laughs> that anytime somebody just needs that last one
0: there's no way they're going to get it
1: yeah 0% chance cuz everyone's targeting them mm-hmm. and it just makes it last so long so not only does munchkin make everybody hate each other but it lasts so long that you can only be mad for so long before you're like I'm not even playing this with you anymore right, or with right, anybody yeah. And, I hate and, this.
0: I hate this experience right now.
1: Yeah, and and it's such a shame too because I really wanted to like it. Uh, I built it up a lot, and that it could be so many different things. And this this theme, you could kind of fit all these different things into it. And it's like theme, screw theme. We have got all <laughs> the themes, you know. Yeah, and um, and it just it, it was a huge disappointment.
0: Yeah, no, I, I am totally with you on that one. I feel like. The overwhelming take thattedness of it just takes you out of it and just becomes a grind. And then it's just like one of those games. Right? Can we just stop playing? Let's do something else. Have you ever played Cutthroat Caverns?
1: Um, I have not.
0: I haven't either. But that's a game that I've heard does a similar feel of Munchkin, where you are kind of together, but you're also trying to backstab each other. But I think that the backstabbedness is less of an annoyance. It's just more of it's more well done, and it doesn't feel like uh, trait or it doesn't feel like cheap. More tasteful. Yeah. 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 It's most more tasteful? Classier. Yeah.
1: Classier munchkin. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably I an expansion. Classy munchkin. It could munchkin. be anything. They probably already have that. Yeah. A so Victorian guessing. munchkin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, uh, that was our top five biggest disappointment lists. Um, so maybe next week we'll tackle. Um, which one do you want to tackle next week? Or should we just decide next week because we make promises we can't keep? <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, let's decide next week. We'll okay. figure it out. They're well,
0: po- much more positive. Yes, but we will do a top five. One.
1: Yes, all the remaining top fives are all very complimentary. Yeah. So <laughs> it's this is. a rainy is, day. I guess we're
0: just grumpy yeah, today. This
1: is just the one where you're just like, whoa, what super let you down? <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. Besides your best friend in third grade, yeah, he let me down. But yeah, no. Um, I don't know who my best friend in third grade was. But, uh, so yeah, so that, those were our disappointments. Uh, agree, disagree, send us some feedback, leave us some comments. How would they do that? Uh, well, they can do that on Twitter at RoastedGames1. Um, they could do it on Instagram, which is also RoastedGames1. <laughs> Um, you could send us an email, roastedgameco at gmail.com. The CO is for Colorado because that's where we are. <laughs> um, you could also go to uh, ease-drop, E-A-S-E and uh, find our page there. There's a feedback link that you can just click on and give us some feedback. Um, or you can go to our Facebook page. Yeah. It's just search Roasted Games, and uh, it's the one with our logo it's on it. It's the one
0: with a fiery dice or yeah. die. Check us out. Um, yeah, we're excited to talk to you guys next week. We should have some news. We've got a... Um Uh, meeting coming up finally with our publisher so we'll have something to.
1: we finally heard back we
0: finally made contact so we'll have uh we'll have some news there hopefully we can bring out and discuss over the podcast and then some more more upbeat lists probably
1: (laughs) yeah we're gonna we're gonna make you happy next time it's gonna be sunny yeah
0: buck up guys
1: yeah you're gonna be like hey chin up What what kind of what kind of shit's really good? We'd be like, we got all your good (laughs) stuff. What's really good? Yeah, we got great stuff. So (laughs) yes, so definitely tune in. I guess you don't really tune, right? It's more radio. (laughs) Click. Yeah, click in. Activate. (laughs) Activate. There we Uh, go. Press to play. Download. What have you? Um, But yeah, get uh, get in touch with us if you want to, and um, we will talk to you next week.
0: All right, guys. See you next time.
1: Bye.